Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Exton. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio in sunny Scottsdale, joined by Randy the Angston. <laughs> oh, Co host. Like, where's What's he up? going? Where's he going? No, no nicknames. We're done. It makes good. it weird now. So. It is a little awkward. So, we've got an interesting episode, something mm-hmm. you wanted to talk about, which is actually pretty cool. It's nothing to do with necessarily fitness, the fitness business, but it's about opportunity and yeah. uh, nothing to, to really talk about in regards to our workshop because that's starting today, today, the day of this podcast coming out, the the uh, CLA workshops coming out. So if you missed it, you missed it. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But this episode, we were going to talk about a couple things that we're doing personally, but also things that gym owners need to start thinking about when, I guess, chaos is around us and there's opportunities that present themselves yeah. and to take advantage of those things. So Absolutely. Yeah, and, and it really stemmed from, you know, like our conversation lately about the things that we're doing outside of just the day-to-day, mm-hmm. you know, helping gym owners win, right? We talk stocks every day. We talk what the market's doing, what the industries are doing, mm-hmm. where we're keeping our eye, you know, on what heartbeat we're paying attention to type of thing. Sure. And this isn't about taking advantage of a situation as much as it is understanding that during a pandemic or during times of turbulence or whatever it may be, the lens that you look through dictates a lot of the success that you're going to see. And yep. uh, we work with a lot of gym owners, some on our team as far as clients of ours that we're, we're working with to make progression and make changes throughout this opportunity. But at the same time, we still hear the chatter of, oh, I'm handcuffed. Oh, I can't do anything. Oh, I'm still shut down. And it's almost the woes me mentality. And I think that a lot of life is dictated by the lens that you look through it sure. you know, or look at it with. And so that's kind of what stemmed the idea of this conversation, because there's a number of things that we are doing, our clients are doing, people that we know are doing yeah. to elevate themselves or their business or their brand or whatever it may be at a time where everybody else is just sitting here focused on the negativity. And that's a good point. It's amazing to me that somebody can just sit there three months down the road and not take any action of doing nothing. anything. Yeah. I mean, literally nothing. So the facts are many gyms are still closed. That's, that is technically a handcuff on your operation. So there's that situation going on, but then there's all these other like opportunities that are happening. And forever, I would kind of call myself as an opportunist. However, that's got a very bad mm-hmm. connotation. Sure. But when I say opportunist, I'm seeing that, oh, there's an opportunity to elevate or opportunity to grow the business or make more money or do something that's outside of the box that I'm usually sitting in. Mm-hmm. I take the opportunity. Yes. And if you want to call that an opportunist, that's how I'm describing it. Some people say they're taking the opportunity in a negative way, whatever. That's the term that those I- are the, Those are the people that don't take opportunity when it presents, <laughs> when it slaps them in the face. You know what I mean? Right. So an opportunist is, some, you know, in my opinion, it's somebody that sees an opportunity, sees and is willing to take a risk because there is risk in everything that we do, but the opportunity is there only for a certain amount of time. Absolutely. And so right now, when with COVID- 
And now these riots and all this stuff, there's some crazy opportunities that are presenting themselves to us. And we're having fun with it, actually. First and foremost, the stock market. The stock market is going crazy in good and bad ways. So when everything got shut down, like right around, I think the bottom of the market was right around St. Patrick's Day. It was like March 17th. If you look at any of the stocks and you look at the trend lines, they're all like bottomed out around March Mm -hmm. 17th. If you, and again, timing stock markets isn't something that you can just look in a crystal ball and you know what's going to happen, but that just happens to be hindsight. That was the bottom. Mm -hmm. If you were to have purchased some stocks in certain areas at that point, you know, depending on how much you invested, you could have made 2,000, 3,000% of what you invested. Yeah. It's pretty wild stuff. So some of the stuff that we've been talking about is like when the pandemic was happening, if you look at some of the gun stocks, Taser, yeah. Smith & Wesson, there's several I've been looking at. They've grown about 40%. We feel like that's kind of at the top of where it's going to be. It may grow a little bit more, but you know, by the way, let me preface all this. You should consult the tax, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. stock for financial <laughs> investor. But we both said, okay, what in, in our worlds does make sense? Like people are at home. Zoom was like something we didn't, like we should have seen it, but we were kind of too close to the problem. Mm -hmm. We were shutting the gym down and like, if you got in on Zoom, and again, this is something you're using every day, and this is sometimes how you find out which stocks are, like look at your own life, look at the trends of what's happening in your own life. A new iPhone's coming out, Apple's going to go berserk, right? So when the shutdown happened and everybody's switching online, if you jumped in on Zoom, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's exploded. Yep. And just having some money working for you in play, that kind of talks about our cash flow Mm -hmm. quadrant. You're living down in this investor quadrant. Absolutely. And I've shifted a lot of money in there. Mm -hmm. And we've made a lot of money doing just things that are very logical. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, we're not playing the day trading game. We're Mm -hmm. not throwing a bunch of money in something, taking that real high risk situation. Some of these are strategic. We look at the pandemic as a whole. Certain industries are shut down. Mm-hmm. Okay, those entire industries, every organization within those industries are negatively impacted. Boom. Their stocks are affected. Okay, buy low, sell high. So when they're at the bottom or they're, they're but, literally- But pause that. When those drop down, other ones have bigger opportunity. Absolutely. Like Zoom, for example. Exa- yep. So knowing that, how do you take the opportunity? Because that's what this whole podcast is about is opportunity. How do you take the opportunity to say, okay, look, Las Vegas is getting ready to open again. You know, what do the casino stocks look like? And yep. we jumped hard into MGM and, and you Caesars know, is doing Caesars really well. Went yeah, crazy. Well, yep. And we've done really well versus just having that money sitting in a, in a savings account, not doing anything. Exactly. So there's opportunities. And that's really what this show is about is like, well, you could have just sat on your money and sat in savings and sat on it. But we saw this opportunity and we both, you know, and I wouldn't say we're, seasoned no. stock investors, <laughs> but we both picked up some stock and we're doing really well. Today yeah. was an amazing day. So what are the things outside of just your day-to-day operations that you can see? Well, even to kind of speak to what you mentioned, the fact that you have a fitness business, it's closed, you're handcuffed. How about the fact of not just investing in Zoom, but how about creating Zoom workouts for your facility? Wow. That is opportunity in chaos. That is making a decision and taking action in a way that creates wealth and creates income or sustains some of it. And the reason you bring that up is because there were some gyms that never There's took so pull, many of them. I mean, literally d- this week, this week, it's, it's June 4th or 5th today, right? Yeah. The pandemic's three months in. 
and they still yeah. haven't pulled the trigger. We're literally getting conversations in our, our group about people starting Zoom workouts. Hmm. Guys, you're three months deep. Yeah. Well, like, we've hit that nail several uh, times on the show. But get opportunity. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can't, nobody's here to save you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's coming along to say, hey, here's the, the roadmap to saving your business while the government tells you you can't operate. Yep. No, you have to get creative. And when an opportunity presents itself, it's taking action. I think a lot of it is the swiftness, make a decision, act swiftly. Yep. And sometimes you're wrong. Yep. And absolutely, wrong. it's risk. There's always risk. But you're not going to get the results. You know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? Thanks, Wayne. Yeah. But you have to take that shot. And you have to decide to do something, you know, when everyone else is telling you you can't do anything. Right. So another opportunity that we, it's kind of out there now, but you're going to start seeing this happen real quick is real estate. Yep. So a lot of businesses are going to be closing. A lot of developments in real estate and shopping centers are going to go under, go back to the bank. They're going to go up for sale. If this is where my focus is right now is real estate is like, why not own the building you're in? Yep. It makes so much sense. If you think about all the rent you've been paying over the, how many years you've been in business, you could have owned the building. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's where my focus is. That's a big project that I've got on the table. We've got meetings every single day with Architect City. We're looking at buying land and building a shopping center and building a shopping center, but putting Pulse in there and leasing out the other spaces and putting this thing out there. And it's a huge risk, but I'm looking at the opportunity right now and there's, there's deals. And even as we get into 2020, 21, there's going to be even more deals. I feel like this is going to have a little bit of a lag yeah. where people are kind of hanging on right now. And then when they come out of this and your state opens up and those businesses may still not make it, and then those go under, and then what happens? And if you're not quite ready to buy, that's kind of a big thing, it's millions a, yeah. and millions of dollars. But think about that rental space that you can renegotiate on or go and build, do a second location in a great location for really, really low because that landlord doesn't have anybody else to put in there. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. How about the conversation we had with Casey and Jerry about the opportunity that they're learning, right? They've got multiple locations. Yep. And now they're in, again, opportunity and chaos. They're looking to help other business owners that aren't able to sustain and do as well by coming on board and partnering with them, putting on a new jersey, and still creating... Yep. A business, you know, under a different brand, but elevating their brand at the same time. They could sit by and say, you know what, we, we're good yeah. at where we're at. But they're, no, they're looking they, and exactly. They see, yeah, they're seeing what's happening out there. 
and they're not sitting around. And that's the kick. That's the cool thing about these folks in the Iron Circle is they're bigger thinkers. Speaking of Iron Circle, we've got another guy, Evan. Evan's out yeah. there building another app. He's doing a, a different version of a Mind Body app that's actually pretty amazing. Pulse is coming on board with that, and we're going to be using that app. And you know, and we'll bring him on on a show. Maybe we'll have him talk about the app or whatever. But he's another guy who's in the Iron Circle that's not sitting around, and he's closed still, and he doesn't know when. Yeah. It's indefinite yeah. in Pennsylvania. Oh, it's indefinite. Like, how do you live like that? So. He's going all in on the app and he's building it. I mean, it's an amazing app and uh, he's, you know, super smart guy. But there's another opportunity. Yeah. There's just so many different ways. I mean, it doesn't have to be the normal day-to-day routine. Mm-hmm. Like this is the outside of the box opportunity. And if you're not willing to look outside of the box, then you're, you're stuck playing the game that other people have, yep. you know, the cards that they are dealing for you. Well, I mean, just going back to our story, ProFit, wasn't really ever a plan. No. It, it was an opportunity yeah. that we said, okay, this needs to be a thing. It was presented and we ran with it. Yeah. The gym Sure Club, even though we since shut that down, that was another opportunity. We said, look, we have all these gym owners. We've got e-commerce kind of experience, digital marketing experience. We created Gym Sure Club and we ran that for two years and that was fun. I mean, it was more of a hobby, mm-hmm. but if we would have put more time into that thing, that probably would have been a third stream of income. Absolutely which would have been great. So these are all things that you can do that are bigger than just your gym. Yeah. And I think that across the board, it takes a certain individual, it takes a certain skill set, it takes a certain ability to really realize certain things. And I think that if you, you know, you have to look, I say it all the time, growth or decay. And that lens that you're looking at life with, if you have no growth, if you're not working towards progression, if you're not actually making, impressing your will upon your environment and your situation, then other things are happening to you yeah. instead of you doing things to move your needle forward. Sure. You know, we've all heard the, the me economy versus the economy, right? How many people and businesses progress at the worst times? Yeah. You know, let's say you were a real estate investor. 2009 was probably a beautiful year mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. 2008 was like the end of the world as we knew it, right? Yep. But look at those that took, that I don't want to say take advantage of, because it's not like, again, it's the opportunist, but- you take but, advantage but of a situation, isn't, not... Ne- is it negative? I completely agree. Just like the word selfish is not negative. Being selfish is just saying that I'm worried about me. I'm, re- I'm but a that really doesn't, big... that doesn't mean it's negative. No, I think that we live in a time where it's really interesting, right? It's the haves and the have-nots. It's the belief of scarcity rather than abundance. And I can tell you, like, if you sign up for that kind of ideology, it is, it's a trap. And successful people, they don't care about the limits set by other people. Like I said, they're going to impress their will upon their situation. They don't walk into a room and go, okay, what's going to happen to me? They walk mm-hmm. into a room and they, this is what I'm going to do for this room. Sure. And so there's opportunity everywhere. We talked about joining different masterminds and elevating, like maybe it's time you get outside of the fitness industry and have a conversation with other a really business good idea. owners. And it's just, you just pull so much good info. Like I've been looking at this one right here, Joe Polish for, yeah. for a while. It just something's not quite right for me yet, mm-hmm. but but we'll see. We'll see. And we've always valued, you know, that mm-hmm. you know between the two of us. I mean, we've always understood that the idea of being the smartest man in the room is horrible, right? Yeah. We want to be around it's those people. Are gonna, exactly. We want to be around the, those that elevate you. And so, yeah, I think that's it's the perfect time to look at different opportunities and different groups and different business. Just go out and create conversation. Talk to other businesses outside of the industry mm-hmm. and see what they're doing to get by to make changes. Well, going back to the Jerry and Casey episode, which was last episode, yep. 
I don't think it hit home hard enough for the listeners. It was they have a business model that they find a rock star within their organization and they put them as an owner, a part owner at their own location. And that's what is really appealing to me. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking to get out of that self-employed role and go into this business owner role, you've got your, you know, assuming you've got a successful location, at least one, you can do this and provide for growth for yourself, but also for this new individual that's going to be a part owner. And, and they don't just get ownership day one. It's, yeah. it's a buy-in. Yep. We didn't get into all that. There's a buy-in and then there's like a vesting period where they, you know, 10%, 20%, 30%. I think they cap at 30 or 40%. But as the owner of the of the whole company, you've got five locations with five little owners that are operating and taking care of that operation for them. That makes perfect sense. Invested interest is very hard to instill in an employee. Yeah, you know, without some skin, it's skin in the game, right? right. Now they they go home at night and they go, okay, I want to compete tomorrow because I have something to win or lose in this. Mm-hmm. And that model, I think, is in any business. I mean, I think it's a beautiful opportunity, and I think that there's an opportunity for them to progress rapidly in a way that isn't as much risk as traditional, you know, hey, let me open a new facility. Let me put a fitness director in there. Six months on the road, they're, oh, they're gone. They're they took gone. half the clientele yeah. with them. That, you know, we've seen this a million times. It's happened to me. This keeps people on your bus as opposed to creating that, that driving that wedge over time. We should have an episode of all in the last 10 years of the craziest stuff that's happened <laughs> in business. Oh, we, we should throw that out there to the group and see. Well, here, but I've got my own stories. <laughs> I've got plenty of crazy stories that's happened. Stuff that like I've talked to other business owners that are in the business same length. They're like, how is this happening to you three times? Four now? You know, that's never happened to me once. And I'm not talking about coaches leaving. That that happens to everybody. everyone. Yeah. I'm talking about other stuff. Like wild, <laughs> wild stuff. We'll do an episode. We'll do, that'll be some, a fun one. Some whiskey rolling. Uh. Ooh, this, that'll be a good show. The point of this episode, y'all, is to take the opportunities that are presented in front of you. And they're not always going to just be there. You got to go look around. And again, think. A lot of the business owners that we talk to want stuff handed to them. What's the play? What's the words that I put in the ad and what's That's the fun? Ex- oh, the silver bullet to, thought. Like You got to think. And the, the owners that think and the, even the trainers that are listening to this, the ones that think, you can find opportunities in every economy, up or down, turmoil. And like I wish I know that there are some stats out there of the companies that came out of the recession, the mm-hmm. Great Recession. And they're amazing companies that you're like, oh, they started during that period. And because of why, like there's, it's some pretty cool stories. I wish I had that stuff in think, front of me. I think Ford is like one of the ones that like exploded after that. I'm talking something. even like more recent. Oh, like, yeah. This some stuff? recent mm-hmm. economies and stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's stuff. And I should probably bring my buddy Brian onto the show talking about it. He's a real estate, real estate guy. Yeah. He's a real estate guy. And what I mean by real estate guy, he's a, a broker, but he's also an investor and there's some really cool things in using Casey and Jerry's model to go and purchase real estate and put your location in there, increase the value of the property, flip the properties. It's pretty cool. You do have to find the right opportunities, but that's why I'm saying this now because late in this year and probably more into next year, you're going to see shopping centers and, and complexes and, and locations and buildings going up for sale because people can't swing it. And that's a good point. If you're in a position right now where your business is sustained, maybe you got some funding through the IDL and things like that, and you know that your fitness business is going to be okay, it's going to get worse for some businesses. And we barely touched on this yet, right? When all of your expenses and everything come back full steam, 
if you don't have the clientele, if you don't have the business that to sustain the expenses during a normal time, we're going to see more closures and things like that take place. Yeah. So if you are a gym owner or if you're an investor, if you have capital and you have the opportunity to look into businesses I don't want to say bail them out necessarily, but partner with somebody. Or purchase in, it. Or, or buy it outright, right? Yeah. Like if you have that ability, these opportunities are going to present themselves in the next few months here. Here's another opportunity. Maybe you are thinking about a second location, but it's not today. Hey, Tim Lance here. And I just want to give a quick shout out to everyone out there surviving the day-to-day chaos of the fitness business. You know, you're showing up every day and you got people counting on you. I know it's not easy, but you're doing it. So keep on going. But listen, if you feel like it's getting to be too much and you wanted to get some support so you can get out of the struggle and get into real growth, then I highly recommend that you check out our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program at winninggym.com slash grow. Go check it out, sign up, and let's get you on track for some easy wins and get back to growth mode. All right, once again, the link is winninggym.com slash grow. And now back to the show. What about buying equipment from these gyms that are going under? I see fire sales all the time. Like, oh, if I just would have bought that equipment six months ago, buy it, put it in storage, put it in your garage, pick it up on pennies on the dollar because you know eventually you're going to need it. So take the, again, the opportunity to go do that. You can pick up equipment right now. I'm talking to a gym owner right now who just bought his gym Mm -hmm. and he bought it in March. And nobody saw this coming, but at what he was able to acquire that gym for was under one quarter of their initial asking price. And that was before the... It was like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was before the actual, you know, thing, everything went to fire. So how did he get it for such a great deal? Just because of the direction things were going, he threw out an offer and they accepted it. Okay. And and the beauty of it was he knew that the situation that was in was dire. Gym owner wanted to get out, that type of thing. So he did, but all he did was lob out an offer. And well, the funny thing is for the GPS name your price offer, we got some high offers and we got some low offers. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, there was a few that I turned down, but most everybody was right in line with yeah. what we, you know, but the people that offered higher, they paid higher. And the ones that offered lower, if it was assuming it wasn't like 500 bucks, <laughs> yeah. like some people didn't try to pull, that wasn't going to fly. But like a couple grand, that, that was cool. We did it for a couple grand for some people. Some people paid three grand. Absolutely. Several people paid three. But it's just the opportunity they took. So anyways. That's what it is, though. You took it. Somebody took it. It wasn't an opportunity that you saw. Like, how many times have we kicked our own asses just like, damn, I wish I did that then? Zoom. Yeah, we talked about that one. That's a big one. But hindsight's always 20-20. You always kick yourself in the ass when you didn't take action. But I think the majority of people, they weigh the risk, and then that's the the seat that they find themselves in. Or they They wait. They wait. Exactly, right? Yeah. Even in the stocks are another situation. If you're down or if they're down and, you know, it's the opportunity and you you feel the value of buying now, sometimes it's worth just buying now because the next thing you know, the, one day later, that upswing has already started and now yep. you're out of pocket that much more just to get in the game mm-hmm. and ride out. Again, it's not a definitive answer. Yeah, but sometimes but, you buy and then it goes down for three more days and you're like, okay, but then it comes back. So it's just... Uh, it's, it's risk <laughs> mitigation. It's all riskies, but... I think this is an eye opener for some people. You can obviously we've been talking about looking at your business and having the time and doing all that stuff. I think that's you should have have been doing that already. Yeah. But now look for those businesses that are going under, buying their equipment, maybe change your model to this owner operator's, uh, you know, co-op style sure. uh, gym. I love that idea. I love it. Real estate, 
doing other businesses like the app, like Evan's doing. And it's tandem. You know, that doesn't yeah. take away, that, that adds value to his business along with the business owners that he's working with. Yeah. Right? You know, we decided up here at Pulse, like that is absolutely something that we want to put yeah, into it's, our business. It's so, so nice. But whatever you do, do not become a Facebook ads agency. Oh, God. Just don't do it. Just don't For do $97, it. you could yeah. be an agent. Yeah, just don't do that. But other than that, guys, it's just a really, just an eye opener today to, we were talking about, I'm like, man, I think these guys need to hear this. It's a natural progression of everything we talk about, right? Because it's not just about helping a gym owner move into that self-employed role, because after that is the investor role. Yep. And if you're not looking at the other, like the natural upswing of levels of ownership in life, mm-hmm. then you're, you're just settling, yeah. you know? And, and I'm 33 years old. I don't own a gym. Mm-mm. I don't necessarily have a desire to own a gym, but I do want to own businesses and I want to be able to progress through the levels of ownership in those businesses and so forth. But I'm never going to like look at the situation and go, oh no, that's not for me. Yeah, and you can be in different quadrants all at the same time. Absolutely. You could be an investor while you're an employee. We're talking about that for you. Yeah. Uh, the only I'm in three right now. Mm-hmm. I've got the, the self-employed, which is this, business owner, which is Pulse, and investor, which is the investments we're doing. And then even another business coming up. <laughs> so well, I'm going to take you guys on this journey. Once we get more info, once they accept the offer we've made, I'm going to take you guys down this fun journey. I'll, I'll probably do a lot of videos with it. And this is something anybody can do as long as you got the cajones to do it. <laughs> you have some big cajones. But, uh, and I've shared this this plan with some of like like Rick and some guys and Evan in the it's Iron circle, circle and got some people thinking. And that, you know, somebody's got to take the risk first. So I'm going to do that and uh, we'll see how it goes, guys. But, uh, Eye-opener for everybody today. Look around you. There's opportunities around. Stock is the really easiest one, but the other things we talked about with the real estate as well as these other gyms closing and doing side businesses and and thinking about your business as a whole and what you can do to change that, all the opportunity. And it's the action takers that are the ones that are going to come out of this ahead. And that's what we're looking to help you do is to get you ahead, not just to give you stupid information to make ourselves think that we're smart. It's to get you guys ahead. And I think in tandem with that, right? I don't care. You could have the greatest insight into something, right? Somebody could give you inside trade or trade secrets or something, right? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you need to take ownership. You need to take accountability for your situation and then understand that you, as the owner of the business, need to make those decisions and take action. That's right. That's right. Awesome. We'll end on that. Till next episode, guys, keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you have any questions that you'd like us to answer raw and uncut on the podcast? All you got to do is three simple things. Number one, head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. Number two, in that review, go ahead and leave us a question on anything you want us to answer. And number three, if you'd like us to give you a shout out, just go ahead and leave your handle right there in the review and we'll make sure to do that on the next episode. That's all. All you got to do then is then listen to hear your questions answered live, raw, and uncut. Join us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great. Bye.